Cliff and Chandra here from Not Gospel Studios. Uh, we are talking about men and women today. What makes us unique? What makes us different? I told Chandra we are not leaving till we solve the world's gender problems. So we may be here all week. We'll have to order a pizza. This is Not Gospel. All right, so I have to kind of get back full circle. We're talking about differences between men and women. We're talking about transitioning and all this stuff and transition regret and all this jazz. I want to I want to read the story, uh, and we can post a link to this or whatever, but woman who pretended to be a man dies by assisted suicide years after realizing how difficult it was to be one. Mm. 53-year-old journalist Nora Vincent opted for assisted suicide on July 6, 2022. Yeah. So that just happened. Like couple months back uh years after experiencing what it was like to live as a man i believe she wrote a book or something because i didn't hear about the suicide yeah. but i heard about the book that she wrote journalist nora vincent and author of self-made man that was the name of the book self-made man that's a it's a good title for what she was doing wanted to experience life as the opposite gender so she could write about it she was a lesbian not transgender but her inquisitive nature made her curious about gender and identity in 2003, she hired a makeup artist to help her paint stubble on her face to match her short, dark hair. She worked out to build the muscles on her back, wore rectangular framed glasses, and strapped her breasts against her chest. And with the help of a Juilliard vocal coach, she was even able to train her voice to sound more manly. Nora Vincent was determined there was no stopping her from switching genders. But what she found in living life as the opposite sex wasn't male privilege. Instead, Vincent learned what it was like to be at an incredible disadvantage. Mm. For 18 months, Nora pretended to be a man under a new name, Ned. <laughs> okay, first... Okay, do you have to read more before I start questioning things? <laughs> Just a little bit. There's only two paragraphs here that, that I, and I'll, I'll stop. Uh, she did manly things, manly in quotes, uh, and joined a bowling league, which is pretty manly, <laughs> pretty traditional man, uh, a Roman Catholic monastery and an awareness group for men. She went to strip clubs and dated women. She even worked in a male-dominated industry. But despite these adventures, Ned didn't feel alive, free, or fluid. In fact, Ned was wearing Nora down, and she began to fall into a deep depression. I suspect people will go into this thinking, oh, it's written by a lesbian. She's going to be male bashing all the way down the line, Nora said during a phone interview. But my experience was one that made me feel very vulnerable and made me feel a lot of pain and difficulty. While all of us in the post-feminist movement are convinced that women have always had it worse and men have always had it better, it took me stepping into their shoes to realize that that's not true at all. Mm. Nora's immersive journalism was anything but empowering. She felt alone and defeated as Ned. Men are suffering, Nora said. They have different problems than women have. That's what you and I were talking about, yeah. like a different experience. Mm. Uh, but they don't have it better. They need our sympathy. They need our love. They need each other more than anything else. They need to be together, which is true. Yeah. We need men absolutely have to have that wolf pack thing, like that, that, brotherhood that community you absolutely have to people who are good for you who are going to convince you that you're worth something if people convince trying to convince you all the time you're not mm. declined she felt into fell fell into a crippling depression as ned and had to check herself into a mental facil facility while finishing self-made man okay hot take i believe she probably already was mentally ill <laughs> <laughs> Before she endeavored. How dare you? 
where she went off on this project. You got to be mentally ill to think I want to live as a man for 18 months. <laughs> well, to, Creep. To start out with the perspectives that she had, I already think that there was probably. What if she was wrong just an her. eccentric genius? Well, she's well. <laughs> I don't want to be insensitive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But let the fur uh, fly, Tandra. <laughs> I already discount her mental health. I'll just say that based on the circumstances. Yeah. But and I also wonder how much did she really pass? Do you think everybody just looked at her weird because they knew she wasn't a real man? And I do think that it is an experience that a lot of transgender people have. The fact that they don't fit in as a girl or as a boy. Mm. I mean, there are some especially men to women that can pass really well. But when you make that effort and don't pass, that must be really taxing on you. She attempted suicide in 2014. Her depression never went away. She, mm -hmm. she connects it all to this 18 months. This wow. is where it started. Bull crap. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, there's yeah. the wonder of how much of that is just for hype generation. Yeah. But her finding men had a whole different experience than she thought they had. I totally agree. Like, I can see that. I think it's similar to some black people that think white people are just living in some white bliss world or something. The closing thoughts they have on this thing is like... Quit reading and talk to me. <laughs> I am, but it's like male privilege in the modern era is a myth. She says here, or they say here, in 2020, it was found that 70% of homeless individuals were men. Men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women. They make up 80% of all murder victims mm. worldwide. Men make up just over half the, of the workforce, and yet they make up 90% of all workplace fatalities. Like Nora was saying, men are in pain, and, and postmodern feminism refuses to acknowledge their suffering. It's unfortunate that Nora had to figure this out in the hardest way possible, and I hope we can all find a way to help her rest by finally helping men to heal. Hmm. Huh. 80% of all workplace fatalities. Now, I know they do generally take harder jobs, more physically demanding jobs, more dangerous yes. jobs. Yeah. But maybe if they just listen to women more. <laughs> well, well, all that says to me, Chandra, is that men are just clumsy and stupid. If they weren't stupid, they wouldn't die on the job. That's what I was Idiots. thinking. <laughs> maybe the reason men make more money is also related to fatalities. They overwork themselves. They make more money because all the people say, well, they're willing to work longer hours. Yeah, they work longer hours and then yeah. they die. It's yeah. connected. We've solved the whole issue with the whole... Gender pay you gap. You quit working. <laughs> Gender pay gap yeah. and, and uh, you men fatalities. You quit working and be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> and all the women will start working. Like, maybe we figured it out. Did you see there was some airline that said we realized the uh, – there's an airline very recently that said – I saw a post said we realize the diversity of our staff is not – or our clients, our customers, is not reflected by the diversity of our pilots. So going forward by X year, I'm not sure how many years it was down the line, they plan they want to make sure at least 50% of their pilots are either female or of a minority. That's so stupid. Yes, because that's what I want. I want to be sure my pilot – is, is female a minority versus <laughs> the best pilot for the job. I want to make sure the one flying the plane is great. Yes. <laughs> not that should be your that should be your goal. And Jordan oh. it's not that men are better pilots. Jordan Peterson explained that. He said it's just that if you have if you need to fill two jobs, mm -hmm. you got two pilots you got to hire and you got 20 male applicants and you have 
two female applicants and you're like, well, one of them's got to be female and one of them's going to be a male, period, end of story. Numbers clearly says you have a more optimum pilot out of the men at that point because you've got 20 applicants. The competition is stiffer mm-hmm. versus I've got two women. Even if even if both of them are just, meh, all right, one of them's going to get hired if I got to meet a quota. Yeah. You've heard of Andrew Tate, right? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw him talking about like he was like, well, any man knows that another man is a better pilot, and I would rather a pilot be a man than a woman. And he was just like set, laid it out as fact. And the thing is, I would rather have a male pilot also. And is that internalized mis- misogyny? <laughs> like, is that what they call it? <laughs> no. Okay. So there is a natural. First off, I agree with about fifty percent of what I hear Andrew Tate say, <laughs> yeah, and the I other fifty, I'm like, Dude, he's an undercover comedian. Come on, man, I don't even think he believes a lot. Yeah, of what I he think says. you're just, you're playing a character sometimes. Yeah. Like you just want to be you. Sure, you're a great kickboxer, or you were a great kickboxer, or whatever. But you're just playing a character. Yeah. Um, it is true that men are typically, on the average, we are more interested in things, and yeah. women are more interested in people. Yeah. And pilots need to be interested in things because you're surrounded by all these toggles yeah. and gizmos and gadgets and whatnot. I fly so much for the band. I've had men and men or women pilots. I couldn't tell you mm-hmm. the difference. I, I don't sit there and go, man, she doesn't know what she's doing or man, he's really stank today or he's the best. Yeah. Nothing. None of that. I can't tell the difference. I don't. At least I don't know that I can tell the difference. And I'm not saying women shouldn't go for their dreams if they want to be a pilot, but they need to beat out the men. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever's going to be the pilot of the plane, it needs to be for no other reason, not skin color, not ethnic background, not gender. It needs to be no other reason than you were the best pilot. Mm -hmm. You aced everything. You, in all the simulations, you were tops, you know, like period. Um, But I think, Maybe, yes, part of your slant towards maybe a male pilot or something like that is because men are interested in gadgets and gadgetry and all the hoopla okay. and the assumption that they're going to be better at figuring it out. Now, be do true. do I also believe that women have a disadvantage? Because like with woodworking and stuff, you grew up with a father that taught you how to lay hardwood and do crap. Yes. My father never taught me anything because I'm just a girl. And what do I need to know about woodworking and stuff, even though he built decks and stuff like that and now that i'm older and i want to work with wood i'm at a huge disadvantage to you who grew up getting those skills and i think a girl who wants to be a pilot it might be just little things that a man would normally teach a son and a woman wouldn't even know to teach her daughter i've said that about yeah. i've said that about coaching uh, a similar thing in that i'm not i've, done, I've never coached football and i'm coaching football mm-hmm. a lot of being a good coach though isn't you have to know what you're coaching. You have to know football, know the subject. But a lot of it also is being able to to know how to speak the language of the person you're teaching. Yeah. And I think sometimes you have the best coaches in the world who may have all the experience in the world, but they don't know how to talk to an eight-year-old yeah. or something like that, which I, you know, and, and, and then maybe you got somebody who's not the best coach in the world, but they can get that eight-year-old to understand it mm-hmm. because – they're used to dealing with an eight-year-old, like teaching yeah. an eight-year-old or something like that. It's that same deal. It's like if you get a, a somebody who hasn't had no experience in the woodworking, but then they go through a whole shop class and they you, you get a book and you read all about it, you might be able to do it, but you may struggle for a lot longer than I would trying to figure it out just because mm-hmm. I had all those years of a dad saying, you do it like this, 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 and this. Well, see, I'm fine with girls being more involved in masculine activities and men more, being more involved with feminine activities. 
But what I think is important, like my husband, he's over the sound team at his church. Yes. They were needing someone extra. And I said, honey, I want you to be conscious of not only picking another male just because it's mostly men on the sound team. Like every church you go to, it's almost all men on the sound teams. And I get men are more interested no in things. No offense to sound guys. It's just not that interesting. <laughs> I do it at my church. It's not that interesting. <laughs> Honestly, I know men are more interested in technology and things. Mm. But I said, look, be on the lookout for a female who might feel like, oh, I don't want to put myself forward in this male mm. area. Like, look for someone who might be interested in that and bring her up also. Like, it doesn't have to be another man. Well, and see, where I am a little different than that is I would be like, look for anybody. Mm-hmm. Who has who has this interest? You could you could see it the spark, yeah. but but ha- is hesitant or reserved. Yeah, anybody, male or female. The, yeah, and it may awesome. be more typically a female if she just feels like it's an area that she's not supposed to go into. Yeah, sure. Like as a woman, I feel it's hard to go into male dominated areas. Do you feel that towards feminine things? Like, would you feel weird about? I don't know. Is cooking a feminine thing? I know lots of men do it, but no. Like, what if you wanted to sew a T-shirt? Would you feel like, hey, I could ask a woman how to use a sewing machine, or would you feel like, no, that's they wouldn't even want to show me? You're not allowed to to, to feel that way. Not allowed to feel like you want to use sewing machines, or not allowed to feel. There's no excuse like that in my head. It's like if you want to get something done, get it done. It's and maybe I'm not a good voice for men in this but i'm very feminine no i'm very analytical you know what i mean it's like she's the best sewing expert okay hey i'm I'm gonna be at your house next week you're gonna teach me how to sew cool move on i just made a sweet kick butt shirt awesome you know what i mean like Hmm. that to me i am raised with the idea that there's no domain that you cannot get involved in Mm mm-hmm and in fact, you better have, if you have to get involved in that, you better have the cojones to do it and do it right. See, that is something that I don't think women are taught. And maybe that's why sometimes some women have a hard time reaching the same success as men do in certain industries. We're not taught that assertiveness and just, you know, go in and conquer mentality. Yeah, and it's not that we're taught that every domain is a male dom- domain. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not. No. We're definitely taught that some spaces, maybe you're not going to see guys there or whatever. But we're also, because mm-hmm. there's this expectation to produce, you, and because you feel like if you don't do it, the next guy's going to do it, and then you're screwed. Everywhere you go in, you need to be doing it to the max. Mm. So if I'm going to choose to sew or crochet or whatever it is, I need to be the be the baddest at it that there is, like the best. I was, yeah. you know, in more artistic things in high school, like chorus and yeah. and uh, band and art class. Mm-hmm. And there was men in all of those. Whereas I wanted to do welding. I couldn't find a single other girl that would do welding with me. And so I never did welding. But I don't think there's any part of school that there wasn't a man involved, a boy involved with who wanted to be in that room. Yeah, and then I wonder, but I wonder again in the social, we talked about this, the way their mm-hmm. social structure is now. If a dude gets in a sewing class or a weaving class and he's the only dude there and he's with all the girls and the assumptions that come up, how much of that just is, uh, if they start telling him, oh, he's feminine, blah, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. how much of that manipulates them him for acceptance to where maybe I am. I 100% agree with that. But also, how often do you think someone does have feminine proclivities does turn out them being gay? I have, there's no way to calculate that. My, every single time. 
Well, no, I mean, I only knew no. three guys in high school that joined the cheerleading team. Yeah. And in high school, none of them presented as gay. But after high school, we did find out they are gay now. And I wonder so. about how much of that was social pressure and, and constructed socially. Mm-hmm. And people get mad at me and say, oh, how dare you say that you could influence somebody's gender or gender and their, and their sexuality based on culture. It's like, come on. Oh, you definitely can. You absolutely sure. can. Yeah. So what about... I mean, they talk about the lady boys in Thailand and stuff. Well, there are there are uh, there are girls on the mm-hmm. in football now in, in Liam and Griffin's league playing flag football really? and pads. Yeah, and I think that could be an assumption that it's a male dominated space. So, oh, they're mm-hmm. tomboys and X, Y, and Z about them when they get older. And I'm like, I don't assume that at all because I see them right now playing football and then also putting putting like the war paint you do before the game, like the black star. All the dudes are like, and then this whatever her name is, Cadence or whatever her name is, she's like, I got pink stripes down here or whatever. And she's girling it up yeah. playing football. It's like, she's a girl. She knows she's a girl just because she wants to be athletic with the boys. Like that doesn't mean anything about her. Like yeah. she's girlying up, putting on the war paint. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just going into a space that is dominated by the opposite sex could very well have social repercussions that aren't even real. That are not real inside you that are just forced upon you socially. I did see another article about uh, a woman who said she came close to transitioning. She came close to people to be trying to become a man because her friends were telling her that because she was a go-getter. She was in, she was an executive. Everything she, she was like a shark. Everywhere she went, she was killing it, killing it in these male-dominated spaces. And they were like, oh, maybe. And they she she was aggressive, and she was presenting in this way. And they're like, well, maybe you might be a man. You might be trans. And she was like so glad that she did not make that make that mistake because she's not but she felt tremendous pressure and confusion about it because everybody else was telling her that yeah that must be hard to be on a fringe like that yeah and be questioning yourself and have all the people around you questioning you all the time that'd be hard yeah If you like this clip from the Not Gospel Studios YouTube channel, don't forget to share. Click on one of the other links and videos. You can find them here and here and subscribe. I think it's down here. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that it's healthy, that it's vegan, and all of those things. Keep being awesome because that's how God made you.